in order to protect your spirit, in order to protect your salvation, and even your peace of mind, you and I need the spirit of discernment. We need guidance from the Holy Spirit on how to navigate this life while protecting our faith, our joy, our mind state even. Everyone you come across is not good for you. They may smile at you, but not everyone has your best interests at heart. There are some people who come to only take your peace. There are other people who are sent by the devil so that they can drain you of your joy and leave you tired and discouraged. Some are sent to distract you. So we need the guidance of the Holy Spirit when it comes to the people we should allow in our lives. We need discernment when it comes to those we allow close to us, even when it comes to the types of atmosphere we enter. Spiritual discernment is something provided by the Spirit of God to lead and guide you to His will. It is an intentional process by God that allows us to filter the deception of the devil and the truth of God. 1 John 4, verse 1 Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is discernment. With the guidance of the Holy Spirit, you can tell who is really speaking from God's Word and who is speaking from a place of doctrine mixed with deception. And I believe, saints, that we need the Holy Spirit to speak and tug at our hearts. My prayer is that the Holy Spirit would open my eyes to every hidden stronghold in my life and within my family. May he shine a light on every corner that the enemy is hiding with the aim to take me down. Saints, God gives us the ability through the Holy Spirit to discern between various spirits and forces in the world. At the heart of spiritual discernment is spiritual warfare because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Whether you believe it or not, there are spiritual forces at work behind the scenes that we cannot see. There are forces of light and darkness that are out there seeking to influence the human heart for or against God. So I want to encourage you to make a conscious effort to pray for the spirit of discernment, for guidance from the Holy Spirit in your life. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that you would open my eyes to see your power, to see the truth that is in your word. Your word in Hosea 4 verse 6 says that my people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. I pray that I would not be in this category, Lord. I pray that all the schemes of the devil will be exposed by divine revelations from you. Remove the scales from my eyes so that I may become wise to the tricks and the deception of this world. Remove the scales from my eyes so that I may obtain wisdom through your word. 
Your word which tells me in Proverbs 9 verse 10 that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would give me the gift of discernment so that I can be sober, vigilant, and watchful. May the Holy Spirit open my ears and open my eyes that I may see the tricks and traps of the enemy. Your word says in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3 to 5, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Father, I pray that we as your children would be sensitive to the unseen battle before us. Let us not be complacent. Let us not procrastinate. Let us not fall asleep in this war, but instead may we fight with divine power that comes only from you. I bless your name. And I am grateful that you are a God who hears the prayers of your children. May you increase my knowledge of your ways and your will for my life. May you increase my wisdom and understanding. Teach me how to walk with the eyes of faith and discernment. Open our eyes of discernment and expose the traps set by the devil wherever he may be hiding. Pour out your spirit over our lives, Lord, and teach us how to apply your word in everyday life. Teach me how to live a life that will always honor and please you. Holy Spirit, would you guide me? Give me insight and deepen my understanding of just how important it is to have a strong personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Deepen my understanding of just how crucial it is for me to live a life that fears and reverences God. Knowing that He is not a God who can be mocked. Knowing that when I have the fear of the Lord in my life, that's when I will have wisdom and knowledge. And that's how I will not be destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. The Bible in 2 Corinthians 11 warns of false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And it even goes on to say, no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Guide me, Holy Spirit. Protect me. Fill me with wisdom and open my spiritual eyes so that I can discern deceitful workmen and those who are wolves in sheep's clothing. Give me discernment within all of my relationships. May I be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit about those people who I form relationships or friendships with. Guide me, Holy Ghost, not to seek counsel or form bonds with ungodly people. Psalms chapter 1, verse 1 and 2 tell me that blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. So protect me from walking in the counsel of the wicked, or from following their advice or examples. I pray that you would give me the discernment to not stand in the path of sinners.
Help me to be diligent about who I allow to have access to me. Give me a heart that is sensitive to your voice. I pray that you would give me ears to hear you always. I bless your name for hearing this prayer. Be glorified and magnified in my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. In today's world, one of the main things we should be praying for is discernment. And this is heavy on my heart because I am increasingly finding that the lines are being blurred more and more. There are too many things being presented as good when they are in fact evil. There are too many people who have a godly appearance, but their intentions couldn't be further from God. Here's an exercise to do. Take a moment, be honest, and think about everything that stands against God's word. Look at how the things of the devil are being normalized today by society, by entertainment, by music. Witchcraft is being normalized in today's society as though the Bible doesn't say come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. Look at how fornication and adultery is being normalized as though the Bible doesn't say God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Just really take a step back. Look at what is being normalized today. Is God's idea of marriage reflected in entertainment today? Is God's idea of living faithfully, loving your neighbor, keeping your heart with all diligence, is that being reflected in the world today? Saints, pray for discernment. Pray for discernment because these lines are not just being blurred outside of church, but in the church too. How many people are wearing the label of Christianity, but they aren't living a life dedicated to Jesus Christ? How many preachers are standing behind a microphone and saying everything but the name of Jesus Christ? 1 John chapter 4, verse 1 says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. That's why we need discernment. Things are changing in this world. And we need the Holy Spirit to enable us to see clearly. There are two spirits in operation in this world. The spirit of truth and the spirit of error. 1 John chapter 4 verse 6 says, we are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So we absolutely need to pray for discernment. And perhaps if I put it this way, my message will really seep into your heart. The devil has been deceiving people for thousands of years meaning that he has experience. He has the know-how. He has been working to deceive the children of God since Adam and Eve. I say this not to praise him in any way, 
But instead, I'm saying this so that you might be realistic and recognize that if you try and stand on your own, you will fall. If you try and fight the devil's deception on your own, you will fail. We need Jesus. We need to be filled with his word. And we most definitely need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit so that we can have this discernment that I'm talking about. Saints, we need spiritual discernment. As a people who are called to be separate from the evil of this world, we need to always have Jesus Christ at the center of our hearts. We need him at the center of our minds and forever on our lips. Walk with discernment, saints. One writer wrote the following statements. A Christian home is a home which the Lord is a welcome guest. A Christian home is a home in which the Lord Jesus is given the chief place. A Christian home is a home in which the word of God is loved and honored and in which the voice of prayer is often heard. And regarding these statements, may I ask you the question, who is a welcome guest in your home? Is the Lord Jesus welcome in your house? And the second question is, do you give the Lord Jesus chief place in your home? Quite simply, is God first within the walls of your home? Is he number one? Is he a priority? And the last question is, is the word of God loved and honored in your home? If walls could speak, what would they say if we could ask them? Is the voice of prayer heard often in this house? What would they say if we asked if this house was one in which the word of God lived and was spoken? The home can affect many things in your life. And that's the reason why we need to be praying for our homes. We need to bless, sanctify, and cleanse our places of rest within the blood of Jesus. So join me. Lift your faith and pray for your own home. Let's agree for restoration. Let's agree for peace and protection. Let's agree for increase in favor. Let's pray and agree for the presence of God to be found resident in our homes. Pray that the Spirit of God is always, will always be found in your home. And with this understanding, let us pray. Lord, you are a mighty and compassionate Father. I enter your presence with sincere gratitude for your providence over my life. I am thankful for you keeping me and my family together. I am thankful for your wonderful care and tender mercies that you unconditionally extend to my family and me. I bless your name because you are worthy to be praised. In you, I know there is protection. Only in you, Jesus, I know there is abundance and joy. And so I invite you into my home. I welcome you in. Dear God, today, I come seeking your powerful protection over my life and my home. 
I know that spiritual warfare is raging around me because of the evil in this world. And your word reminds me that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And Lord, this highlights the need I have for your heavenly protection. I cannot build and protect my home alone. I need you. I cannot be complacent and leave spiritual doors open so that the devil can creep in. So I ask that you form a hedge of fire. Let nothing enter my house that is not from you. I refuse to let fear become my companion. Help me to trust in you and not to worry about my safety and the security of my household because I am under the care of Jehovah. Watch over me each and every day. Watch over my coming in and going out. The world is full of selfishness and cruelty. I look around and ask the question, who can I turn to but you, mighty God? Where else shall I find protection from the devourer? Your word assures me in Psalms 34 verse 7, which says, The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Thank you for your word that offers such blessed hope. Your words are sure and comfort my spirit at this time. I need your angels to encamp around me and my home and to offer divine protection as I put my trust in you. Lord, please cover the doors and windows of my home and protect me from all the forces of darkness. Keep my home safe from negative influences and may I only take into my home those things that are wholesome and of a good report. Extend your divine protection to all who will enter my home. Lord Jesus, I pray that you guard my steps each day. Protect me in all my endeavors and give me the strength to accomplish my daily goals. Lord, I am comforted by Proverbs 18 verse 10, which says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. And so I call upon your name, Lord Jesus. I call on the name of Jesus Christ today. I ask you to be my strong tower. I know that you can keep me and my household safe and that you wish above all things that I will prosper and be in good health. I pray that you will deliver me today as you surround me with your glorious presence. Your presence which offers supernatural protection around my home and keep evil far from me. Many times my steps falter and I unintentionally place myself in harm's way. But I pray that your presence will remain with me. Teach me your way so that I will walk in it and not stray, oh God. I take comfort in the promise you gave me in Isaiah 54 verse 17, which says, No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against me in judgment you shall condemn. Lord, I pray that in my home may be a house that seeks to serve you wholeheartedly. 
when I am tempted to stray or when I lose my way, I pray that the Holy Ghost may convict me and return me to your presence where safety abounds. Strengthen me so that I will be able to withstand the storms of life and the challenges that I face daily. Grant me overcoming power so that I will not allow fear and anxiety to hold me back. I put my trust in you as I seek your blessings of divine protection today, Holy Spirit. Help me to find joy in your presence, mighty God, as you also protect my peace of mind. Teach me so that I will understand that you will never leave me nor forsake me and help me to find peace that surpasses all understanding as I meditate on your word. I pray for this perfect peace that you have promised to dwell in my house and cast out all of my fears and keep my mind stayed on you. Cover me, Lord, and fill my heart with hope. Help me to take comfort in your plans, plans to prosper me and not to harm me, to give me hope and a future. Your word in Jeremiah 17 verse 7 reminds me that blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the water which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when he comes, but its leaves will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. And today, I claim this blessing over my life and my household. As you protect me, I stand on your promise, mighty God. You will keep me like a tree planted by the water, and so I put my hope in you today. I declare that your presence will be with me, and your divine protection will keep me from all harm. I thank you for hearing this prayer. I thank you for watching over my home, for the many blessings you have given me. I pray this in your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have you ever wanted something so badly that you would do anything to get it? Maybe you worked day and night to get that business off the ground. Maybe you put in countless hours of training all so that you could sharpen your skills. Or perhaps you worked overtime for months to get that promotion. Now imagine Imagine taking that same energy, that same intensity and hunger to chase Jesus Christ. What would happen if we had that same relentless dedication in our walk with Christ? Just imagine how strong God's presence would be in our lives. Imagine the level of anointing that would be released over us. Now, I'd like to turn your attention to a man who desired God in a desperate way. Genesis 32, verses 24 through 28 read, And Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, 
he touched his hip socket and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, let me go for the day has broken. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Can you imagine the intensity of this scene? Jacob wrestled with God in the flesh. That takes an exceptional amount of willpower and resolve. Jacob wrestled with God through pain and tiredness and fatigue all night long. Why? Because he had such an appetite to be blessed by God. Furthermore, he had the boldness to ask for the blessing. Can you say that about your faith? Can you say that you have such a desire, such an appetite, that you're willing to fight through anything or anyone? Often, we hold back our prayers because of doubt, because of sin. But saints, God delights in us offering sincere prayers to Him. Of course, He knows all of our wants and needs before we can even say them. But God wants us to come to him in persistent prayer, asking, seeking, knocking, demonstrating that we completely believe that he is willing and able to help us. In Luke, Jesus tells a parable of a man who knocks on his friend's door in the middle of the night for some loaves of bread. At first, the friend seems unresponsive, but because of the man's persistence, the friend eventually relents and gives the man whatever he needs. This is a picture of what it means to strive with God. Even if we don't prevail the first time, keep knocking, keep waiting. Certainly we cannot change God's mind, but sometimes our faith is an essential ingredient for whatever he has planned for us. God doesn't give us everything we want as soon as we ask for it. And that's a good thing. Like a good father, he only provides the best for his children. And sometimes he withholds certain things until we show that we are persistent enough to work for them. In those situations, we just have to wrestle and keep pushing. Now let us pray. Heavenly Father, Give me a desire to know you more. Fill me with an all-consuming longing to be blessed by you. Lord, give me a divine and holy appetite. An appetite that longs for you more than my body needs bread and water. Help me to hunger and thirst for you intensely, Jesus. You are the bread of life and the living one from whom all blessings flow. Let me always be seeking you, walking with you, growing in you. Don't let me settle for anything less than your glory revealed in my life. 
I know you are capable of great things. And Lord, I want your power to be displayed in my life. Not because I deserve it, but because I long to have a divine experience with you. I long for the world to see how great you are. Lord, I know that like Jacob, I am powerless in your presence. I know that I'm unworthy to stand before a pure and true God such as you. I have nothing to bring, no chips to bargain with. All I have is faith. Faith that you will bless me. Faith that you are going to bless my family. Lord, I trust and believe that all good things, all blessings, they come from you. They come out of the riches of your grace and the kindness of your character. So give me the patience and endurance to wrestle with you in faith. When everything in my life is going wrong, when I'm in a season of dryness, when I'm frustrated with the ways of the world, help me to wrestle, Lord, and continue to seek you. Your word in Luke 11, verses 9 through 10 say, And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock, and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, it will be opened. God, I pray that I would ask, seek, and knock with humility, recognizing my position before a holy God. Lord, I don't come to you with a list of demands, but I submit to your will. In all things, let your will be done. And I believe, just as your word says, no eye has seen and no ear has heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Lord. May your will be done in my life. Have your way, King Jesus, and touch my life. Father, make your presence known. Move in a mighty way and displace everything unholy that I'm connected to. This includes any friends that don't respect you, every habit that doesn't honor you, every idol that threatens to take your place in my life. Lord. I count these all as loss when compared to the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ. God, help me to boldly approach your throne, confident that you will hear me because Christ has interceded for me and atoned for my sin. It's all because of him that I can come before you now. Forgive me if I've been impatient. I know that I can be so short-sighted at times. But Lord, help me to persevere. Help me to see that you're always working. And as you do, may I pray without ceasing, wrestling with you until the day breaks. Thank you, Father, for hearing every prayer and for pushing me to become a more patient, more obedient, follower of Christ.
It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Dear God, I thank you for being there. I thank you for being present. You are Jehovah Shammah. And you have been there. Lovingly and patiently waiting for me. To answer to the knock of Christ. Lord, I thank you for being there for me always. You have been there during the darkest moments of my life. When I thought I was down and out. And although I couldn't see it at the time. In hindsight. I give you praise. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, because you held me together. You gave me strength. 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 through 9 say, We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. This is my testimony, Lord. You've been there. You've held me close so that I would not be crushed by life. You've held me close so that my mind would not be driven to despair. You, Lord, have been there during my most difficult moments. And Lord, for that, I am grateful. I'm grateful because you have never forsaken me. Lord, I thank you for always being present, for always being and for loving me even before I loved you. Father, you loved me even while I was still lost in sin. And for that, I'm forever grateful. God, I thank you and I praise you for being my shield and my defense whenever the enemy tried to attack me. Thank you for being present, King Jesus, and for being my refuge and my protection. Your word says in Jeremiah 29, verse 13, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Lord, this is my heart's desire, to find you, to have an encounter with you, to feel and be changed by your presence. Lord God Almighty, you inhabit the praises of your people, and so we praise you. We praise you and we invite your presence into our lives. Fill our home with your glory. Fill our hearts with your love. As our hearts cry and long for your presence, may this prayer be like a sweet aroma, a sweet fragrance that reaches your heavenly throne and invites you to move in our lives. Father God, our trust is in your promise, the one you made in Isaiah 65, 24. Where you say, before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. Lord, we believe and hold on to this promise. Because we know that you are a God who hears and you are a God who answers. Father, help me to understand that your ways are not like my ways. Your timing is divine. Your timing is perfect. And so, Lord, in the fullness of your time, I really do believe that you will answer my heart's cry. I believe that you will show up and I believe you'll make a way in your perfect time. I believe you already have a solution ready made for me 
You are already in my future with an answer for every single concern that I have. And so I praise and honor you. In Psalm 28, verse 7, it says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts, and I am helped. My heart exalts, and with my song I give thanks to him. Lord, you are indeed my source of strength and an impenetrable shield against the enemy. My heart trusts in you, King Jesus, with unwavering confidence in him. It's in you that I find help, refuge, and rest. It's in you that I find peace and comfort. And so, Father, I pray that you would hear our prayer. May your presence be with us. May it dwell among us. Lord, I bless your holy name, and I thank you for hearing this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.